seriously. You sound like the Robert Reed. You, you, you seem like you're uh, dropping through T-cells. <laughs> on the inside, I feel like how Andy Reed looks on the outside. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not feeling inside well. Inside and outside. I might say. I, I'm like one of his arteries. And, however, I am plowing through because I told Dubs, I go, listen, I might not be able to do the show. Yeah, you told me this like 45 minutes before we went on the air. This morning, I, wake, I woke up feeling fine, so fine. I go downstairs, watch a little TiVo, come back upstairs because I want to have sex with my girlfriend. Have sex with her. Send her to an enormous uh, pleasure erotic zone uh, that no woman has ever gone to before. Then I uh, take what I think are my steroids and go have a workout, come home, and I feel horrific. I mean, really bad, and you can hear it. Is this throat. the first time uh, all week that you felt bad? Yes, it is, actually, and a lot of people at my daytime job were mm -hmm. sick this week. I shouldn't have kissed the British man, but whatever, I'm paying for it now. That's the way God's getting back at me. I don't get sick when I'm working with, I, and I always hear that, like uh, something, some sickness is going through the office, People, everybody's getting sick. I have to have extreme contact with someone to catch their sickness. Well, so usually you're just that. rubbing scabs with uh, whoever it is mm -hmm. and lesions, and that's the way you pass your sickness. I, however, on the other hand, happen to breathe in some, uh, some bad air, and I'm not feeling well. And I told Dubs, I'm like, dude, I may have to stay home because of the fact that I am sick. And if I sound like this, it's not going to be good for the radio. Even though I'm obviously the bus driver and the funniest one on the show, <laughs> I may have to stay home. And Dubs, in all the confidence that he has, says, let me call CK and we'll just do the money pit. And I'm like, you can't host the show alone? I can, but I've done it Side four times here? in the last couple months. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking to uh, maybe have a little help on the show for one time. And I know it's your birthday weekend, so I thought you'd be in a good mood. Yeah, uh, today uh, is my last day at 29 years old, and yeah. it's just fitting that my last day in the 20s is uh, spent sick and fat, because that's been my 20s, and it sums yeah. it up. It is. Let's go through your 20s real quick, just real briefly, on some of the sicknesses you've had, and most of them came through in the last couple of years. You had a bleeding rectum. Yes, that is, a, and that is a medical term. I did. Um, you had a bleeding belly button. And it started bleeding again today. So you, you are you wearing your man pond today? Yes, I have a uh, I have a cotton ball in my belly button, which we call your man pond. Mm -hmm. What else have you had? What what other big illnesses have uh, marriage. plagued you? Marriage, I <laughs> yeah. got marriage divorced. and divorce. Yes, uh huh. I got up to nearly two hundred ninety three pounds. Yeah. Yes, the twenties were great. <laughs> I got fired a couple of times from radio, mm -hmm. and that was always you know exciting. So I'm really you know happy to say goodbye to the age of uh, the twenties. And I'm thinking the 30s are going to be fantastic for me. You know, the 30s are going to be when you finally get that heart attack. It's going to be the culmination of the 20s. Right. Or oh, it's going I, to be a bright future for you. I also got this in my 20s, uh, losing my hair. So, uh. yeah, I lost my hair in the 20s, too. That was some of that. I tore a hamstring and a Oh, yeah, and I forgot about muscle. that. But, then, you know, guys do that when, you know. I haven't. Yeah, that's because you're... I don't know. Don't have muscle to tear. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the only thing I had really in my twenties, and I still have a couple of years to catch up to you on the uh, ailments. But I had the uh, the problem with my um, hemorrhoids in my early twenties. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that in a while. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's really the only full ailment that I had. Amazingly enough, I escaped STDs. I don't think I've escaped that. I I don't get tested. <laughs> well, that's, that's how I. That's how. I live 
in um, just wonderful, oblivious uh, bliss that I do not have any diseases just because I haven't been tested for them. Although, Dubs, uh, since we uh, were last on the air in WJFK in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C., has lost 60 pounds. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, we talked about the lesions earlier. But whatever, I don't I'm, have any lesions. I'm not here I'm to just judge. Dropping weight like a like a patient. So eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. One of the things about Walking me. Walking around the robe, drinking chicken broth, coughing it up, singing to a uh, opera song with your black lawyer. I, <laughs> on the other hand, have uh, I refuse to take any cold medicines. Why? Because they don't fix anything. I mean, cold medicines don't do anything. They, they'll knock you out, at least, though. You that's know, and what, I, I guess you can't really do that today because you got to work. But um. that's what wine and roofies are for. So I don't really care about all that. Uh, now, cough medicine. Have you ever have you ever been a big fan of it? I used to, when I was younger, do the robotrippin, where I would take enough robotussin to get me high. And I guess there was a rapper. I believe he lived in Las Vegas. Pimp C. Never heard of him. Me neither. Big star, though. Uh, died of... Is he really a big star? Because I've never heard of him. He's a re- he's uh, a signed recording artist, 33 years old. Um, maybe big in the underground. We aren't really big in the underground anymore. Right. Um, Even though it's called The Hideout. Yes. Uh, he died in West Hollywood, actually, um, from an overuse of cough medicine. Right. Is that any way that you can go and feel proud? I mean, as a rapper, you're supposed to be able to do large amounts of cocaine and crack. Let's see. Why don't we stereotype a little bit more over there, Imus? You're, you're, as any kind of, if you're, and if you're a rocker, you're, I'm sorry. If you're a rocker, you're supposed to be able to do enough heroin to kill a horse, but you're supposed to survive it. I'm sorry, Dog the Bounty Hunter. I didn't realize that occasionally black people will be hurt by medicines. Not cough medicine, and you have oh, that's those... right because they're all busy doing coke and yes, crank yes. What's wrong with you? This is why you can't do the show alone. Here we are, ten minutes in, and you're already getting us in trouble. I'm not getting anybody in trouble. I'm saying if you're a rapper, you die of cough medicine. You have no street cred. None of them have street cred anyway. It's yes, all they made, do. It's all made up. The well, whole that, the whole bit between Kanye and Fifty. Fifty. Yeah, whatever. It was all made up. Uh, P. Diddy changes his name all the time. Ice Cube, I love him. I'm a big fan of N.W.A. But these guys... Daddy Daycare now. Daddy Daycare. Then you got the other ones who are uh, taking HGH to get big. There's nothing real in rap. So so what if a guy dies from cough medicine? What does it matter? But you're supposed to be able to survive a long bout of Vicks uh, cold medicine if you are a rapper. If you are even, I don't know, uh, a Broadway dancer, you should be able to... What? Uh, as fruity as that is, huh? you should be able to to uh, survive cough medicine. How many people are you going to offend in the first 15 minutes? As many as I can. In the first quarter hour, how many people are you going to attempt to offend so far? So your contention is... Yeah, you have no street cred if you die. A, a black guy cannot die from medicine. A rapper cannot die from medicines. And I'm not saying all black people are rappers... Like you, I never said that. So what are black? What are rappers supposed to die from then? Gunshots, <laughs> something like that. They can't die from cough medicine or female spouse abuse. That stuff they can't die from and have any kind of cred. 
But not everything's about cred, man. Like yeah, I said, a lot of it's made up. They can't die from being scared, uh, from uh, getting a heart attack, from being jumped out in front of. I don't know. Have you ever been around black folks going to a uh, a haunted house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not the general lies or anything, but I was married to a black woman, so I could say it. Uh, they can't get. They can't die from getting into a car accident in their brand new neon. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm trying to talk about the fact that whenever I've gone to haunted houses before, it is always a lot oh, more yeah. fun to have uh, black folks around you. Because the, I mean, God Not bless them in they, front of you, though you can't have them behind you, or they're running right into your back. All right, so now all of a sudden you've roped me in. I'm your Bernard. Mm-hmm. To your imus. And I didn't mean to go down this path, but I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to do here. 800-636-1067. Again, uh, I am El Jefe, and the show would be funnier if I was feeling better, but it's up to Dubs to bring the funny, and obviously he's incapable <laughs> of that. Uh, it is the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, dude, I don't feel well. Like, Don't uh, take it out on me. Take it out on the, the uh, antibodies. Uh, let's go to... Uh, uh, let's go to the phones then. If people, okay. oh, there's no one there. That's the thing. No one cares about you and your rapper and him dying of cough medicine. You think that's a? Is that an awful way to go? I think it's. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's a pathetic way to go. What's well, a good way to go out in world of the world? Uh well, I'll tell you one way. It's even worse. Uh-huh. Burning to death. Burning to death, maybe. Uh, the worst way to go, and let me tell you how I know. I saw a man do it this week. Really? Uh, yeah, I saw a man burn to death. And uh, you're talking about your day job and everybody's sick, boo-hoo. My day job, I uh, was, it's actually my night job. I was working, I would say, I was working at about 11.45. And across the street from my work, there's a gas station. I look out the window at the gas station and hear an explosion. The gas station has um, a uh, uh, auto repair area connected to it, mm-hmm. and that was completely on fire, engulfed in flames. There was uh, all the windows were busted out, flames shooting out the back door and the side doors. I run outside, call nine one one. While I was on the phone with nine one one, I think we can get this call. We need to look into contacting the nine one one Tampa Bay area. Um, when I ran outside, uh, I'm on the phone with the 911 dispatch, and I hear someone screaming from in there. So I'm like, holy crap, there's someone in there. Get someone out here right now. I run across the street to get closer and see if uh, maybe he was able to be rescued. Uh, I wasn't the first one over there. There was a couple more people over there at the door looking in, trying to get in there to save the person. And I was the resident coward yelling at him, oh, get back, get away, you're at a gas station, don't be stupid, and they're yelling at me, there's someone in there, and I had to say, I don't care, get the hell back. So you didn't even run over and try to save him? I ran over there, but there was no way of saving him. Why? Because there was fire shooting out of every which way, and they kept on trying to run in there, and they had to keep on running right back out. Where was he when he was on fire? Um... Towards the middle of the uh, uh, car bay area, mm-hmm. so and there was a couple of cars. Was in he there. stuck inside? Mm-hmm. He couldn't get out. No, he was on the ground. Uh, couldn't get up. Couldn't get out. And and there, he was surrounded by fire. But you didn't try to go save him. I looked in there, assessed cl- the situation. How close did you get? Uh, about fifteen feet. 
So you were 15 feet away from a man burning alive? Mm-hmm. What did it smell like? Uh, it was at a gas station, so I, I smelled a lot of oil and that kind of stuff. I really couldn't smell the burning flesh. Really? Not even the hair burning? Mm-mm. What kind of dude was it? Uh, Arab guy. Really? But I couldn't tell from him burning. I found this out the next day. Uh, because I guess everybody's screams sound the same no matter what creed or color. Uh, yeah, he could have been a white guy, black guy, anything at that point. Well, he's black Those... now, obviously. What's that? He's black now, obviously. Yeah. Huh? What was yeah, that? Thank you. What was that scream like? Um, it lasted for about four minutes. The guy stop screaming for four minutes, and you think? And I've been told this. Well, burning wouldn't be that bad. You go right into shock, and you can't feel anything. This guy felt it, and was trying to. You know what he was screaming? Help me, Doug. yes. Help me, Dubs. There, I would have, if I could have gone in there, I would have helped. But there was no way of getting in there, and I didn't want to have uh, someone else in there screaming and having to hear someone else for another four minutes after that because they're trying to be a hero. Dude, do you know the kind of pub we could have gotten if you saved some Arab dude from burning at a gas station? I would have died. Still, do you know the kind of pub I would have gotten had you died in a I, gas station? I did save someone. I saved two people who were trying to run in there. They would have died as well. I want uh, to be credited with the save uh, the safety of their lives. Do we, you know why they were there? I mean, it was was the gas station open or closed? It was closed. It had been closed for an hour. Um, so they were probably breaking in. Well, here's the story. I found. I don't. Even the think story you, is you watched a man die and you probably well, chuckled. I, I don't know. I didn't chuckle. Uh, but I don't know if I even told you this part yet. I just found this out a couple days ago. Um, the uh, I talked to the owner after the fire, and he said they were closed for an hour. He doesn't know who that was in there or All why right. they were in there. Somebody sent me a picture of them. Really? And I don't want to say anything out of turn, but I think we might have found the missing hijacker. This guy looks... Uh, well, the FBI is involved. Really? Yeah, that's what I was about to tell you. Maybe you are a hero. It's quite possible you allowed a terrorist to burn a death. Look at you, Dubs. I know. Thank now, you. I don't Thank know you. for sure that he's a terrorist. But... Yeah, uh, the FBI is involved in it, though. Wow. I so, I so tell, But that's it? The FBI are involved? They aren't telling anything? They aren't telling anything. Have um, you spoken to the FBI yet? No, uh... Do they know about the your local, drug habit? Do I need to inform them? No, they don't need to know, or nor do you need to inform them. Hmm. So what did it sound like? The worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, uh, and I've heard those, I don't know, screams on the movies and that kind of stuff. Never for four minutes, and never that consistent and terrifying. I'm going to stop and think about this for a moment. I know it's a nice, gorgeous... Saturday afternoon, everyone's excited the Terps are coming up. Mm. Uh, however, on the flip side, I really think it's a fantastic idea uh, for everyone to stop and consider a moment in time that is four minutes long. In fact, yes. we'll start counting now. And then we'll just tell you when four minutes is up. Okay. And for that time, your flesh is on fire. And you can feel it. You can feel it. You're screaming. And for those four minutes, you know that the end is near. Mm-hmm. You and he was screaming in there, and there was people Was outside. he saying anything decipherable? No, nothing decipherable at all. And these people were standing right outside the door. He wasn't saying, go them. Giants? No, begging them, please get up. 
Right. Like that's what because there was no way of getting in there, and maybe if he got close to the door, someone could have ran in there and saved him. Mm-hmm. But from where he was at, no one could get in there. Even the cop who was do you first. Think it might have been smart for him to stop, drop, and roll. I think that's what he tried to do, and that's why he was on the ground. Mm. Uh, but it's oil there because it's a car. Yeah, yeah. So oil and just, antifreeze uh, isn't really going to put it out. Mm-mm. So uh, yeah, the cops showed up. By first, the way, it's the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Dubs is talking about how he let a man burn to death this week. Like for real. I had to. I couldn't get in there. Uh-huh. Would you no have gone, could, if if a door could have opened? Would you have gone into those flames and brought that guy out? Honestly, um, if I thought I could make it in and out without a problem, yeah. But I could hear him screaming, and there was no way in hell I would be the next one screaming like that. Right. 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 So, any, I mean, is that it? The guy just dies? That's a- uh, Yeah, well, he uh, he finishes burning, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cops show up. While he's still burning, the first cop showed up. And he pops the... He gets the door open. Mm-hmm. He has, like, some kind of gloves where he can actually grab the door, pop the bay door open. He tries to run in there. The top starts collapsing. He runs out. Then the fire department shows up. They finally get in there, pull him out. He is nothing but, I don't know, maybe something you see on Dawn of the Dead. Real, like, he had already burned that yeah, bad. Yeah, he was uh, nothing but black, and you could see... Don't be racist. You could see bone. Wow. Yeah. So does that haunt you? It's pretty nasty. I'll tell you, I'll tell you something tor- terrible about it. Um, More terrible than watching a man burn to death? I ran a batch later that night. What? I, it was my normal routine. What do you mean? And that that was my day to batch. So you went home mm-hmm. and then proceeded to satisfy yourself. I gave it a good two hours. I'm not, no, 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 no. There's no clapping for Dubs and his ability to pleasure himself after witnessing Amanda. Do you know how disconnected from life you are? I, people I, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, oh, man, I am a terrible person. Were you thinking about barbecue uh, <laughs> while you were doing it? I was. And baby back ribs? I was running a batch with some Dave's and Sandy sauce. Stop it. Uh, all right, someone uh pop on the Hideout Instant Messenger Hideout Radio on AOL wants to know, if it were a passable transvestite, would dubs have run to save it? Passable, yes. But then a passable burn victim transvestite, you're going to have problems, so. Wow, man. Well, that's amazing, dude. I still don't think it's bigger than my sickness. Uh, I think my sickness obviously outweighs your story. (laughs) But uh, nonetheless, I gave you that time to talk about it. 800-636-1067. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a person die. And I, I haven't. Four minutes. Really? Yeah. We've reached four minutes. The whole time we were talking right there was four minutes. So that it's that whole time that mm-hmm. that dude is burning to death. And I'll tell you how I know it was four minutes because and it could have been longer. I went from when I called the uh, 911 until I heard him stop screaming and I looked at the phone again. It was at least four minutes. I can't believe you didn't run in. There's no way. If you heard that. I would have gone in. No, you wouldn't. I swear. You're a bigger coward than I. Let me tell you this. First of all, first of all, sir, I am a hero because I am here now, despite my sickness. 
So let's get that straight. Today I'm the radio Willis Reed. Secondly, on that day, terrorist or not, I would have run in and saved the man. I'm not going to stand there and look and take photos to post on YouTube. I didn't take any photos. I did file a, uh, a exclusive interview on 1040 WWBA the next morning, though. Right. I would have run in to say that. I, I'm getting this on the instant messenger now. Mm -hmm. Dubs, you are dirty. Why? You are going to hell. Why? Because of the badge? Yeah. Our Silva says, did Dubs blow up the gas station across the street just to have show material and avoid prepping? That I do believe, because Dubs is not real big on preparation. So it's like, hey, guess what? Gas station blew up. I happen to be there. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it for 20 minutes. So you really think that burning is the worst way to go now? Without a doubt. I've always been kind of torn between that and drowning. Just a second ago, you said the worst way to go is with cough medicine. No, that's the, that's the worst way to go to be looked at as a wuss. The worst way to go just by pain and that you're not recognizable afterwards. There's a bunch of factors that go into burning. What if you're, what if you're eaten by a bunch of sharks? I think that's even less. Because eaten by sharks, you're going to bleed out faster than you burned. Probably for four minutes. It would probably have been four minutes. Depends on where you get bit. If they bite your throat, you're done in a few seconds. Walt Afrovirus and the AWOL Instant Messenger said, Bennington would have run in. He's a real American hero. It's true. He would have run in there and gave him his own cell phone. And... <laughs> And Dubs, however, just sits there and wants a man burned to death, goes home, uh, and then runs a batch. Uh, I'm pleasures talking himself. hours later. I let I put I put my emotions on the sideline and did my thing. Here's the other thing that's interesting too. Mm -hmm. uh, one night after the show, the hideout, uh, when we were uh, late nights, I was driving home on the Welt Beltway back to Silver Spring. It was a car accident, mm -hmm. and I. Uh, I see a biker, or what's left of a biker, who has gotten run over by a semi. And, and like, traffic had slowed down, and I was pretty upset because it was, like, 1.30, and I'm like, why, there's, why is there traffic on the beltway? This doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Then I finally screwed up the next side to him, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're in pieces uh, uh, on the bridge uh, over the Potomac. My, my sincere apologies. That stuck with me. To this day, I haven't been able to run a batch since. Yes, you have. You, however, on the other hand, after watching someone die and burn to death. And let me tell you, I'm going to give you a little insight of what I do at night. I have two jobs. I work at the radio station during the day, and I work in the food service industry at night. Bragging again. Yeah, I know. Um, there, It's a food service that delivers food. Um, I don't deliver it. I manage. I am wearing a different color shirt than the rest of them. I'm wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but um, we had a couple orders still waiting to go out at that point. Um, when the cops showed up and the fire department showed up, of course, the whole street's blocked off. There's no way to get in or out. So I call the last couple of people we have left, and I tell them, hey, I'm sorry. There's no way I can get your food to you tonight. And this is like literally six or seven minutes after the order. So it wasn't like they've been waiting for an hour or anything. And both of them immediately asked, what kind of compensation am I going to get for this? Well, People are ridiculous. I told them the whole story of how someone died and I heard them burning to death. And they still want to know, what kind of compensation am I getting? Is my food going to be free? Uh, 
Fly Evolution says in the AOL Instant Messenger. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I guess if Dubs didn't batch, that would mean that the terrorists win. Yes. So just like whenever W was saying go buy something after 9-11, mm-hmm. for you it was go rub something yes. uh, after your own personal 9-11. Uh, it was a genital stimulus package that I was performing on myself. I want to say this. The saddest part about this whole story is that you're a manager at a food service place. Yes. That's the part that broke my heart. It's my night job. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. It's a hideout, Hefe and Dubs. It is 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Yeah, man. I swear you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in the, in the hideout. Yeah. The hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Just two men sharing the Silva says in the AOL Instant Messenger, hey, there's worse jobs out there than the food service industry. You could have worked across the street. Which I guess is true. I could have uh, worked there and burned to death. Would have been better publicity. That's all I care about at this point. Welcome back into the hideout. We are live Saturday afternoon, usually on from 6 to 9, but the Terps are on. Uh, pre-game at 7, tip-off is at 8. We've got some big announcements coming up later on in the night, too. Uh, yeah. Concerning us, we have a couple cool big things coming up and uh, some stuff that you might want to tune into. That's really the main reason I was able to drag my ass in here. Mm-hmm. In case you can't hear or tell, I am sick. <coughs> we're gonna have you to get air- that fake cough down pretty well. We're going to have to air, uh, air this place out, man, because I think I'm making myself sicker. Hey, D.C., how are you? We don't, we don't talk about this all that too often, although we did mention it in the last break, you know, that we're in Tampa. But I love D.C. Yeah, I and miss it. I was just talking about watching that biker get hit and splattered on the beltway mm-hmm. by that tractor trailer. Glory days. Made me homesick. <laughs> on the way back to the, to Silver Spring, my friends over there. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, forget that you heard that and... As far as you know, we're in Fairfax. 10800 Main Street. 800, come bring up a pizza. 800-636-1067. Seriously, Sideshow needs to eat. Uh, Terps coming up seven. Uh, we talked about it last week, uh, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, we're only on once a week, so you know we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. But uh, I would just like to say, uh, as much as I hated the Patriots before, I hate them even more now. Why? They lost. Because they forced me to root for the Giants. I am in an NFC town. I grew up in an NFC East town. Mm-hmm. And it was, I felt... Dirty? I felt dirty, yes. It was It was almost like rooting for Hitler. I felt dirty um, cheering for that waterhead, Eli Manning, as he was driving his team. And... The fact that Plaxico Burris got the game-winning touchdown, oh, um, but nonetheless, I, I was actually excited that the Patriots did not win. Yeah, me too. And uh, it was so sweet to see Bill Belichick 
run off the uh, take his ball and run home early because it was inevitable that he lost and there's only one second left on the clock. I would say this, and I'm not lying to you. It made me respect him more. Really? And the reason is, is because that's a dude who obviously cares about no one else, has no regard for the rules, and everything is about him. And that actually makes him, me appreciate him more. The fact that he is willing in the biggest game of all time to say, screw you guys, I'm not sticking around for this. And the person who is supposed to have the worst attitude, supposed to be the worst type of person, uh, Randy Moss, stuck it out there all the way to the end of the game I and think, then went under the, uh, you know, went out like a man. I think Ramos has gotten a bum rap his whole career. If you went to Oakland, would you play hard? That's like us when we went to Real Radio in Orlando. Why would we play hard? <laughs> we got demoted. So that's another person I really uh, appreciate. Why would you try if it didn't matter? Yeah, like it's Saturdays, 800-636-1067. Um, all right, now I'm starting to get surly. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm because I'm pushing all this water. I'm feeling a little bit better. But anyway, nonetheless... Oh, really quickly. Now, listen, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't follow the Redskins a whole lot, but no. we are kind of talking about sports right now. And is there anyone who's been turned down more than Dan Snyder? He well, it can, kills he, me. And he, he I can't know. give away his millions. No, and I know. Um, Unless something's just broken like in the last 20, 30 minutes that I don't know about. It's my understanding the Skins are still without a head coach. Who has turned him down so far? Who hasn't? Yeah. I mean, Mora got more money to stay in Seattle. That's the other thing, too. It seems like the, all these assistant coaches are using are using Daniel Snyder. Just to kind of boost up their own money over yeah. their, their current place, which is not a bad idea. Because you're going to get a good offer from Dan Snyder if he wants you. And that will translate into a good offer somewhere else. I don't understand why they didn't just promote Greg Williams. <laughs> they they decided to fire him instead. It's it's surprising to me. It's a, it's actually shocking to me that he is a uh, owner that is hated because he cares. That man truly cares about his team. He might not be the best owner. He might not be the uh, but it's not the most qualified. He cares and he tries to bring in the biggest talent. And I would say seventy percent of the people I talk to in Washington D.C. do not like him as an owner. Yeah, it's different because I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, mm-hmm. and we love our owner. I love uh, I love all these owners that actually care. Right. I mean, I... I Do you come... really like Snyder, though? Yes, because he cares. I You don't appreciate that until you uh, root for a team that's owned by the Ford family. Who could <laughs> give a damn? Right. But even still, you guys have a coach, don't you? The Lions? Yeah, Rod Marinelli. And and yet uh, the Skins couldn't hire one. They can't hire one. I wonder who they're going to get. Which... They could get a Marinelli if they wanted it. But do they want a Marinelli? What's the worst job to take? Who Falcons. Uh, well, no, I was going to ask you. Who's more, like, who's more spurned? Is it Arthur Blank or is it Daniel Snyder? At least people haven't said they're taking a job to Snyder yet and then completely screw him over by going to the Dolphins right. of all teams. I don't know, man, but I just saw that. I'm like, man, how can you not? Like, how is everyone just using you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that? How does this it, happens so much between the Skins it, and the Falcons. How and does West. it feel, though, to be a billionaire? 
You're a billionaire. You should be able to get uh, respect from these people no matter what. And, and they, they, have, they are just screwing you around. And they have none. And again, I don't know anything about Daniel Snyder. He could be a nice guy. I've, I've heard that he is, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I've heard it depends on his mood. But what does it mean that you got billions and probably the franchise that's worth the most amount of money uh, mm-hmm. in all professional sports, and you can't get anyone to come over and uh, take the reins? <laughs> That's got to make you feel... That's got to take you back to high school. Where just getting turned down by every chick at a dance. You're in high... You know? Well, not only that, but it's They're different. playing Eric Clapton, they can't, and they won't uh, take four minutes to, to put their hands on your shoulders and dance with you. And tower over you. You know, you're in high school, you got a Benz, you got, you got real money, and no girl wants to come dance with you. I'm sure in some, at some point it all goes... Or do you think he even cares? I imagine he cries himself to sleep at night. I think he does care. I think he does care a lot, and that's what the problem is. He cares too much. He's offering too much money to these people, and they know that even if um, they don't want to take it, that they can just boost up their self-worth. It's like you look at Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones is able to get people. And you can't get people? It's the Cowboys. It's the Skins. Yeah. True, I guess. I mean, come on. It's not like you're talking it's, about it's a, going it's to the... Um, Going to the uh, Raiders. It's a franchise, though, that hasn't had a whole lot of luck in the last, what, 15 years? When did it all start? Was it before him or after him? I think it was before him. I think it was right before he took the reins and he just hasn't been able to to right the ship yet. Hey, speaking of this really quickly, I saw this. I didn't mean to get into a whole sports thing, but I'm just sitting here thinking about it. This me, the guy, the trainer oh, yeah. for Clemens, the latest thing to just uh, break off the news wire is that McNamee told investigators he injected Roger Clemens' wife with HGH. <laughs> this guy is just running a bit now. He's just trying to... He didn't do any of this stuff. Now I don't believe him at all. What kind of guy would let his wife take HGH? Well, it's supposed to make you look younger. That's oh. the whole thing. Like, you lose fat faster and you, you like you're younger. You have a bounce to your step. Then what's the problem with it? Why are people getting so... Crazy over it. Well, old people can take it. That's the thing. Like they give it to old people. No, people because uh, because what's his name? Stallone. They won't let him take it. They give him crap. He's old. But nonetheless, I'm looking at this McNamee dude, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking to myself, he is in love with Roger Clemens. I think he has a man crush because no one keeps these keepsakes unless you have a crush on the other person. He saved uh, gauze. He saved syringes. You know when you save things? Again, going back to high school, yeah. and you finally get a little uh, stinky, and then you steal the panties. That's when you save things. I remember the first time I got a little stinky. Uh, I didn't wash my hand for at least four days, and I was just having all my friends take a whiff. And I'm sure I was 22, that. but <laughs> that happens. And Magnum, he's doing this for eight years. He's just holding on to this stuff making a hair doll out of it i'm like honestly do you i mean do you have a crush is this what's going on because there seems like there seems like there's a lot more and look i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know anything about columbus but he looks like a guy that would experiment and i mean in a lot of ways he has that yes i'm talking about i'm not talking about with drugs to me that's a given i'm talking about with penis because you look at the dude and he's got an anger inside that only comes if you hate yourself 
because you like dudes. And again, he's, I don't he's know a this, bottom. I don't know this at all. I don't. But I'm just saying I'm playing anthropologist on the radio and I'm looking at the cat and I look at him and McNamee working out mm-hmm. and I'm thinking afterwards they're gonna scrub each other down and there's gonna be a whole nude yoga session. And I I don't know that. But I'm saying I wouldn't be shocked. And this goes to that. Well, the, a lot of stuff's coming out about this to, that makes you think that he is a jilted lover almost. That he's got some kind of personal vendetta against a man that he trained and was friends with, apparently, for a long time. And the other thing, too, is just think about this whole relationship between Clemens and Pettit. And what do you think when you look at Pettit? Me? I think fruit. But, again, I don't know. I think there's a lot of homos going around in those clubhouses, don't Listen, you? Listen, I don't judge people. I'm just saying I have gaydar. It's something I picked up in college. And I hadn't been able to shake it. Kind of like those those herps, huh? <laughs> kind of like this cold I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, 800-636-1067. And I don't mean to sit here and be a shock jock, but I'm, I just, I'm looking at this like outside the box because mm-hmm. there's something more going on here. This really can't mean this much, the whole idea of HGH or steroids. Like, there has to be an extra level that has to do with dude-on-dude love. <laughs> and I mean it. But I don't know it. But I would not. Listen, if they came out tomorrow and said this, would you be shocked? No. I wouldn't be shocked and I wouldn't care. Of course I'd not. I'd actually be relieved that this stuff is getting over. We, once we can get to the root of this issue, we can get over it. Right. Because right now, they're just jabbing back and forth like uh, they used to. You don't have to describe the, what they yes, do. <laughs> like they used to uh, back in the, the right. shower room. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, once they, these true feelings come out we can get this over with and don't have to deal with this stupid drugs and baseball anymore it doesn't matter let me say this too while i'm thinking about it because this actually ties back into the super bowl let me let me can i talk about this man on man love real quick of course between clemens and what's his name McNamee or Pettit or whoever yeah. allegedly that's not true we're just saying we wouldn't be shocked yeah i wouldn't be shocked uh I wonder, as a trainer, as a trainer, you have to do these massages. I am a personal trainer, yes. so I know a little bit about yeah, this. You have to do all these kinds of things. Do you think it was uh, a deep tissue massage on the upper thigh that got it started? All right, I don't want to go there. And I'd rather talk his about hand brushed up against the Listen, jock it is, strap. It is four o'clock in the afternoon. I would insane. Ra- I would rather talk. There's no need to take it there. I do want to talk about this for a moment. Going back to the Super Bowl, and this, and he reached around his hips. <laughs> Stop it. This stuck out to me as as I'm as I'm watching the Super Bowl, five o'clock shadow on the neck, and I look at Eli Manning, mm-hmm. and and he, someone else said it earlier this week, and I was so mad because this is something that I've been thinking. Like as I was watching the Super Bowl, I was thinking about Eli, functioning autistic, <laughs> and I like I said it immediately. He does look like it. Um, this is a guy. He's a listener of ours. Uh, who is named Talon that was in Orlando that got busted for kitty porn. But I look at Eli and I think functioning autistic. So then I see his brother Peyton up there cheering him on. And, of course, they show Peyton a lot. And why wouldn't they? I mean, it's his brother. And he's a big star. He won the Super Bowl last year. Now, normally they show girlfriends. Yes. Glad you're going here. You know, things like that. But it was all about Peyton. Mm-hmm. But again, I understand that Peyton was in the Super Bowl last year. 
you know, and now we have back to back, you know, Peyton's winning, yes. or Manning's winning Super Bowl MVPs. So I'm looking at the two of them, like after the game. Mm-hmm. And there was one specific shot on SportsCenter where the two of them were forehead to forehead in the locker room. Eli has his shirt off, struggling to keep his head up, and Manning is looking into his one good eye. And I'm thinking to myself, these two are in love. Not even in love the way brothers are in love. I'm talking about the in love that you fall in when you live in certain parts of Louisiana like they did. Now, anyone who has ever seen the show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on FX. Every single drop that we have on this show, on this show is from that, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <clears throat> there are two brothers on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and they, they love each other. They do each other. And when I look at the Mannings, I see those brothers. Again, I don't know this. I'm making a lot of assertions this hour. But I'm looking at the two of them. There are no women in their lives. Everything's about the family. Didn't they go out drinking together afterwards? That's the thing. After you win, I don't know, the league championship in middle school, you go out with your dad and your brother to Chuck E. Cheese. When you win the Super Bowl... You go bang one of those hookers that have been staring at you out in the, the crowd the whole time. You don't go hang out with your brother and your dad. It, it, without any, Unless you are two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks have no women in their lives. That is odd. But you do this whole thing to win the Super Bowl to get laid. You don't do it for the game. You do it for the high-class poontang. But listen, and I'm not even asserting... Anything about, like, I don't think, I don't think it matters the sex. No. I, th- I think it matters that it's in the family. Yeah, it's a whole bond thing. And again, I don't know, but this is another one of those stories that if I saw this, as I see this, and all of a sudden there's a tabloid show out, uh, you know, like a TMZ breaks the news mm-hmm. or the New York Post, I wouldn't be shocked. And then even beyond that, do you think you would do anything to their reputations? Or could they walk around as a proud, big-headed couple? Uh, of course they couldn't. They're brothers. I think Eli could, but living in Indianapolis, you can't do that. Those, those, those high-pants-wearing uh, douchebags over there in, uh, in Colts land, and those are the worst fans. Have you ever watched a Colts game? Yeah. And just look out in that crowd and seeing all those those high uh, high those blue jeans with the jersey tucked in. It is the most awkward, um, non fun place it would seem to ever live. And there's Peyton without a girl there. I wonder if Peyton would get in trouble because he was with someone with an IQ under seventy, and Eli. He's taking I, advantage of retarded. You people. can't. You can't consent. If that's the case, am I the only one? Is that why I do a show called The Hideout? Because this is what's striking me as the Super Bowl is wrapping up. Not the fact that the Patriots have you know, been scorned on their whole road to perfection. I'm thinking about the Manning brothers and what they want to do to each other. I do not think, and I'm not even going to, would, I would actually be surprised if they ever had sex. I don't think that's ever happened. Don't talk about it so crass. 
I don't think that that would ever happen. But I do think they've spooned together in a hotel room. There's no... They, they, they were told it was... They only had a king-size room left. And, you know, they're like, oh, that kind of sucks. But they slept in the same bed and they ended up spooning. No sex happened. Just cuddling. Do you think that the other brother, Cooper, is just, like, jealous of the bond? Not because they're quarterbacks... Oh, because thought, of the beyond brotherly affection that they have. I thought you were going to say jealous of their muscle structure and their ability to stand without a, without leaning over. What is it with the haircuts? And I mean this. Yeah, they, they seem like Midwesterners, but they're, they're, they're Southern kids. I mean, that's still basically the same. And again, that ties into my theory a whole lot more. Because they were brought up in Louisiana, correct? Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know if any of this is true. I'm saying that it's not true. I'm assuming. But I'm going to say that if it ever comes out, I would not be shocked in the least. I would be shocked at sex. I wouldn't be shocked at uh, spooning or maybe even uh, sharing. I don't know. Uh, they're going toothbrushes. You know, they all, I was going to both... say prophylactics, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout half and Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits. Kick it. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. Beat it. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative influence. Negative. <laughs> Welcome back in the hideout. FN Dubs 106.7 WJFK, usually on from 6 to 9. Terps basketball on the way. Pre-game at 7. Tip-off is at 8. Oh, don't go anywhere. Still got them. Waiting to give them out. Pair tickets for the Washington Boat Show. Kick off your Valentine's Day at the Boat Show through the 18th at the Washington Convention Center. Washington boatshow.com I really think that this would be good this prize would be good for someone who likes boats um I don't know it's up for debate on another show the boating hour I'm telling you it doesn't matter what kind pontoon speed yacht if you're a boat guy how could you not want to go to the boat show if you're any guy how could you not want to go to the boat show um, 800-636-1067 live on a Saturday night. You know what? Those, those tickets are keeping us afloat tonight. I want to. <laughs> I want to apologize uh, for the next two hours mm-hmm. because I've given all that I have in hour one. Uh, I am under the weather. Yes. However, like a true patriot, I have come in here into the hideout on WJFK. And giving you an hour of stellar radio that has made you wonder and think. Not only questioning Eli, Peyton, Roger, Clemens' uh, sexuality, but also question your own. (laughs) And I'm tapping out. So everything henceforth is going to be dubs. And I'm going to close my eyes. Don't close your eyes. And listen. Just come on. uh, Be a part of it with me. Look me in the eyes. I'll, I'll, I'll lead you through. Let's go to Sid on line one here in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, Four Horsemen? F.A. Dubs, I got a lot to get to in this phone call, including a major 
radio announcement uh, having to do directly with the Four Horsemen. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me get people caught up on who the Four Horsemen are. Uh, these are all guys that used to work for our show, The Hideout, and it's various, you know, um, we never, versions. We never had Tully Blanchard or Arn Anderson working for us. Um, Tommy Bateman, Chunks Corolla, Matt Albert, and Sid Cada, who's on the phone. Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to get to, uh, I want to remind everyone in the area, uh, the Chesapeake, Potomac, Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, to vote in the primary on Tuesday for Barack Obama, or as the four horsemen are calling him, Space Mountain. What does that mean? Well, here's the thing, Hefe. Uh, Hillary is counting on the women vote, right? Mm-hmm. Right. What she doesn't know is that all the ladies are in line to ride Space Mountain all night long. Woo! Okay. Space Mountain may be the darkest ride in the park, but it still has the longest line. Woo! <laughs> all right, so what's your big announcement? Sorry, before I get to the big announcement, okay. I thought, you know... You thought I might forget, but it is somebody's birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'll have to be right. turn 30. Actress Laura Dern. Hey! 41. What? You may know her from Jurassic Park. I Jurassic do. Park 3. I Am Sam, Dr. T and the Women. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty fairly known actress. But I, but too. also, Lance Berkman, first baseman of the Houston Astros, will be 32. So that's another important birthday coming up. And, Hafe, I know you think I'm forgetting. This last guy, he's a true American hero, a that's real right. patriot, if you will. Yep. You know who I'm talking about. Yep. Nine-time Olympic gold medalist Mark Spitz will be 58. It's my way. I need to need to send him an email and a, just a thank you. It's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, is it? Yeah. I had no idea. Such an ass. Thank you, Sid. <laughs> oh, hang on. My announcement. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Yes, before I go, I've got to say a few words about a radio show I've been lucky enough to be associated with since the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this show first started on Saturday night, people said it wouldn't last. Mm-hmm. People said it wouldn't be funny, mm-hmm. and that no one would listen. Mm-hmm. But each week, this show has proven to the critics wrong and um, continued to bring us captivating and innovative radio. That's right. You may have guessed I'm talking about Hard on WJRR, hosted by the Four Horsemen's own Tommy Bateman. <laughs> what? That's right. And if you want to listen to it, it's Saturday nights, 9 to midnight. Saturday nights, 9 to midnight. WJRR.com. What about us? He's what about a, he, us? He, what about my birthday? Sid, Sid's whole thing is the redirect today, and I'm a big fan of the redirect comedy. Exactly. And, uh, well, I mean, Hefe, what do you What, what happens on hard? Oh, you're going to hear the classic hair metal of the 80s. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hosted by Tommy Bateman and his co-host Dickerman. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate that, Sid. What is he going by Tommy, Tommy Bateman on the air? Uh, I don't know. I'll try to get him. Hefe, what do you think about Tommy getting his own show? I wonder what the it name is. It doesn't matter what you think about Tommy's show, because it's the greatest show in the history of Saturday Night Radio, and every horseman out there knows it. You can't get 80s hair metal like this in the hideout, and you sure can't get, Tommy Bateman, the Casey Kasem of Orlando. <laughs> so for all my riders in D.C., woo!
and around the globe. There's one place you want to be on Saturday nights, 9 to midnight, and that's hard on WJRR. And that's the bottom line, because Kata says so. You know, I, I just have the vision of him standing in his bedroom, yelling into the phone like that in his stupid underwear. Shirtless, stretch marks. <laughs> Dressed like a wrestler, has the face paint on for no reason. Sweating. <laughs> I wonder with a name like that, if it's going to include Tommy Payton taking photos of himself and then sending it to girls. <laughs> him on his webcam? Yeah. The hard show. <laughs> All right, well, was... congratulations to Tommy Bateman. That is awesome. Good for him. Uh, 800-636-1067. The problem is that Sid was filibustering for so long that Chris on line two who wanted boat show tickets uh, hung up. So uh, I, I told you every guy wants boat show tickets. And there especially you go. Especially Chris. Chris, if you call back, you don't have to go on the air, but uh, we can give you those boat show tickets. <laughs> Kata, I'm sorry, uh, Sideshow can take care of that for you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that we're done with 10 minutes of Inside Radio, let's talk about something uh, actually relevant to all the listeners. Okay. 800-636-1067. Dubs? Yeah. Uh, what's going on with you? Well, a few weeks ago here on the hideout, Saturday nights. Um, when? Saturday nights. Oh. We're on in the afternoon right now, but we're usually on from 6 to 9. Okay. Um, I should put we that in my put, calendar. We put a time limit on... To the uh, point that I am officially gay, uh, because I haven't been laid in a little while, and I think a I little s- while being how long? Four and a half months. Wow! And once we get to that five month period, Ugh. it's like I don't want to do it then. <laughs> it's like I have been reborn into homosexuality <laughs> because I've gone so long without the the, the sweet friction. And more even beyond that is the fact that you've just been with another dude. No, I've not been with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all I've been with is me, myself, Dudes. and... Yeah. Man, uh, I'm one manly week, hands. I'm one week away from that point. Right. I've I've tried to get laid. I haven't tried... Here's my thing. I haven't been able to do it on a, um, I don't know, a one-on-one basis where I'm trying to go out there and meet chicks right. really live face to face. So I've tried a lot of internet stuff. A lot you, of you know what could have helped that? What if you saved a Middle Eastern man who was burning to death? I still wouldn't have gotten a day off in a gas Every, station. All of my all of my jobs would have expected me to come in the next day, even if I ran into a burning building. For some reason, I can't get a day off, and I can't get any time to go try to get some poontang. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, missed it. I mean, it's going to be on the podcast, but Dubs watched a man burn to death mm-hmm. on Monday and then went and uh, partook in himself. Yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, the one way I've been really trying is through the Internet. I haven't posted an ad for myself or anything yet on any of these. What were what, what some of them? Match.com, eHarmony.com. I haven't made a profile with Dr. Neil Warren, founder of eHarmony. But uh, place I, you might want to go to, people you might be into. Like-minded people, mm. people that share your, you know, fullblownaids.com. That's a place you might want to go and try to meet people. I was thinking you were going to say J-Date, where <laughs> I can be a nice Jewish girl for myself. Well, no, I thought it was just for people that uh, had a J and then a hyphen, like ah. you, J-Dubs. All right, Sid just typed to me. Dubs had the perfect image in my room, screaming into the phone, <laughs> in my underwear. <laughs> go ahead. But, yeah, um, 
I have not been successful yet. It's been a long road. <laughs> All right, got this from Jack Mayhoffer on the OL Instant Messenger. Dude, how can you go so long without that you? And then he uses an F word that is derogatory toward what you're going to become in a week. So go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I haven't been able to get laid yet. Mm-hmm. I've been looking through profiles. I've been trying to find chicks. And... um. I don't like any of the main sites, like I said before. Why not? They they cost money, <laughs> for one thing. You got money, right? Not a whole lot. Not mm-hmm. enough to be spending on right. something like that. Uh, but when I was Googling, trying to find a nice, cheap date site, mm-hmm. I ran across Esquire.com. Sounds classy. Well, Esquire.com is not a dating site. It's a, kind of a magazine site. I've heard of Esquire magazine. Yes. And Maybe that's your problem. I'm- you don't know what I magazines know, are out there. But I know, but I'm just... Not everybody does. Let's go to Chi Butter on line one. You're in the hideout on WJF. It's, it's your time, boy, yeah. Chi Butter. G's up, butter down. Yo. I want to tell J-Dubs that if you want to find a good whore, come check out G Butter's FantasticHorse.com. Okay. And that's that's, that's it. it. Right. Okay. Thank you. G Butter's FantasticHorse.com. I'll go there. It said on the board he wanted to congratulate Bateman on his show. Ah. But anyway, go ahead. All right, but uh, I found this article on Esquire.com. It had the, the top worst dating profiles, audio profiles, because I've actually never seen this, and I don't know if you have. These people posting videos of themselves to try to sell themselves, I think that, that even seems more douchey to me than actually... They call it YouTube. But are they, is an actual... Is, do people actually post dating Profiles on People there? post resumes. They do all sorts of stuff. I guess you're right. I mean, so I saw this one where this idiot posted his trip to the clinic after he got into a car accident. That was me. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Go and ahead. I'm getting uh, EJ from the U on the AOL Instant Messenger telling me to just pay for it. Trust me, I'm not above that. I just, if I'm not going to pay for eHarmony, I'm not going to pay 120 red roses off Craigslist. But I found the top. Worst douchey um, dating video profiles online. Okay, where'd you find this? Esquire.com. Okay, is that a magazine? Yes. Okay. It's a website for a magazine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they posted these. So, um, which one do you want to start with? We have uh, a real stupid chick, a very douchey dork, and, you know, I want to save the, the half-retarded guy for last. All right, so which one Let's excites with- you the most? Um, the retard. All right, we'll save him for last. Yeah. Bit. Um, we'll start with, finish this, with this douchey dork, and I don't know. I want you to picture yourself getting to this point of posting one of these because I haven't reached that point, even though it's been almost five months. Right. So I've been late. I haven't reached the point where I'm going to put a video profile up and make a complete ass of myself. Right. All right. Here's the first one. All right. Let me do a hideout download over here, Dubs. Hideout download. Hey, I'm Sam. I'm 25, I'm single, I live in New York City, and I love computers. Oh, hold on. This guy, he looks like um, if Conan O'Brien was really, really thin and had a goatee. I like it. Yeah, so just, uh, he's staring into the computer. He looks probably like a World of Warcraft type person. Well, those are the people that you're going to attract, Dubs, when you put this online. Mm -hmm. Homeowner on the... uh, Hideout Radio Instant Messenger says, Tell Dubs to get on Craigslist. He can get himself a DuPont Circle date for only 20 red roses. Okay. 20's not bad when you no. think about it. Close your eyes at all is the same. 
Have you ever noticed on these dating websites these days, oh, they're just overcrowded? And, <laughs> and uh, This is obviously, he wrote this out. Stop it. Even no. the giggles. Okay, I tap. I'm out. I can't handle it. You got to. So this is a guy selling himself. Mm-hmm. This already, to me, takes me back to the movie Swingers. And you know you remember when John Favreau is making that phone call, but instead here's the guy doing it on video. Yeah. Ugh. And this is going to be out there forever, especially when you've been picked up as one of the douchiest guys ever online. Now, what does it say on there? Does it say douchey guy? It says worst dating profiles, but it, it, this guy has I wrote him out as douchebag. Okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. You can't be specific enough, and I and I've had it. So I've made my own profile. A girl who's uh, in her 20s, um, single, white, female, white. With red hair, living in New York City, and uh, she definitely have red hair. Uh, <laughs> I'm so specific about that because I used to date a girl with red hair who was really special to me. But anyway, <laughs> this ain't real. There's no way about this me, or real. just to become my friend to my blog. Oh, what? No. Here's what I've always found interesting. When people don't get it, mm-hmm. and by it, I mean, wh- what, first of all, you have the, it's not like this is live. It's not like it's a live radio show or you're on television. You have recorded this. Yeah, you've put some thought into it and you've recorded it. It's not right off the cuff. And, and, he, and he then posts that thinking, mm-hmm. this is going to get me over. This is what chicks want to see. I cannot imagine that. Who are these people? Are they the ones that are voting for W and voting for Huckabee? Are these the guys who don't get it? Who think Rudy actually did something on 9-11? Who are these people? Because I'm not understanding. You meet them every day. You meet them uh, serving you at the Jamba Juice. You meet them um, you know, when you are at the bank. You meet these people every day. You meet them while you're burning inside of a sitco to death. And they're just standing there watching. Oh, sorry. All right. This one's a woman. Um, and she's annoying. Very, very annoying. Okay. So, my name's Shannon Delicious. I'm 5'9 and 5'11 because I don't want them to be shorter than me, but I don't want them to be really tall. And um, I like really lean guys. I think muscular guys are kind of creepy. I don't know why. I, just, I feel like we're spending a lot of time in the gym that you're not. Sorry, I was just saying. Spending enough time working on your brain. It's kind of weird. And I like really sarcastic, dry humor type of guys. It's really important to me. I've never been able to date or have a successful relationship with someone who wasn't funny or at least understood and appreciated humor. And uh, no black leather shoes. That's like a big no-no. The first thing I look for. And you have to have an awesome ringtone. Or on vibrate. Just can't be. It can't be like my, my lumps or humps. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what is important to her. Oh, my God. Have you seen this dude? Let me go. There's no way this is real. This ain't real. It's not real. He only has 102 friends, so it might be real. Yeah, that's him. That guy's 27? All right, myspace.com slash perfect profile. He looks Uh, like a Sam. Son of Sam. <laughs> He's in New York. I think we found him. 27 my ass. 
No one 27 year olds, years old has that hairline. You did. Oh, that stung a little bit. It's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Dubs is in the middle of trying to find a girlfriend, and he has found himself Sam in New York. The only problem is that Dubs doesn't have red hair, but Sam might be willing to make an exception because I really don't think that Sam wants to have sex with a woman. I think Sam wants to bend over Ronnie McDonald. (laughs) I'm looking at the guy at myspace.com slash perfect profile, and... I de- oh, he has a response to Esquire and everybody. Oh, is that a video response? Yeah. No, it's just a response. I don't know. Why don't you play your other one? All right, here's the last one. Guy. This guy is very uh, slow. and um, Oh, it is a video response. You know, he might be cursing. There's no, uh, no way he didn't curse at all in the last one. There's no, this guy's 27. All right, go all right. ahead. Play the retarded one. I'm in search of a um, nice outgoing woman who is very attractive who would like me for who I am for because I have sensitive feelings I can get my heart broke (laughs) yeah this guy is uh, he I don't know if he's retarded but he's definitely a redneck easily my hobbies are playing tennis, hiking, camping, Um, I'm a good handyman around the house, I like to do stuff around the house, outside gardening, flowers, like put kittens in a toaster, (laughs) that's who I would like a lady, what's important to me is my health, Um, I'm getting this messenger going back to Mm -hmm. Sam, Sam on myspace.com slash perfect profile. He looks like that albino in the Da Vinci Code. And anyone who's seen that, EJ from the U was dead on on that one. That was on the AOL Instant Messenger. He's in a lady. I look for um, features. A club foot to match mine. She uh, dresses well. For Beady dress. eyes. And um, a cleft palate. She has a taste for cranes. Nice, I mean, a very nice, attractive lady. What I'm looking for. My dream date is a romantic dream date. If I got to admit, the special one would be a table on the beach. A table on the beach. What roses? Candlelight dinner. And music on the beach <laughs> and holding hands and talking. Which makes sense because he's dumb as sand. The most thing I love about women are they got a nice attractive legs, nice body. I can dismember. And that would look good on my wall. <laughs> nice hair, eyes, they can pretty smile. They just pops pencils in their forehead and calls them antlers. This guy's a creep. What did he look like? What does this one look like? Does he have a MySpace? Uh, no, I don't oh, think he's... I, I have this guy's MySpace. It's myspace.com slash jdubs517. That's where he's at. That's my MySpace. He doesn't look anything like me. Mm. Craziest has, thing dreams. I have done. <laughs> a better job. I ran across the street and I never true. looked. <laughs> the most wonderful thing about me 
I'm warm and sensitive. Now I only live till 50. Superpower. I get a check from the government every month. Wait, he has superpowers, what? you said. I'm sorry, we were talking <laughs> over the good stuff. Hack my Elmo on the Hideout Instant Messenger. Hideout Radio says, are you sure he's not a midget or a retard? Dude, I think he's thing. retarded. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Midgets <laughs> Exact same. Just different screw-up in the chromosomes. Right. I want to hear about his special powers. This is this is who you voted on to be the new hero on NBC. <laughs> Most wonderful thing about me, I'm warm and sensitive. Because my thighs were together. I could have superpower. It would be the key to the city. <laughs> the city of my town. You should date me because I'm charming. And I'm nice, and I'm funny, and I will make a lady laugh once she gets to know me. Because I wet the bed on Saturday <laughs> nights. Wow. Now, why don't you want to If you like your... to sleep on plastic, get a hold of me. We can read the papers I've been collecting since 1982. <laughs> um, and why don't you want to post your stuff on the Internet to find chicks? Because I would look like a douche. You sure you don't want to, like, do your own? I mean, maybe we should do one here for you on the show. How about this? For next week's show, we do a video blog for dubs. Because here's the thing, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm -hmm. You got the junkettes. Mm -hmm. You got the hera chicks. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of chicks who listen to the radio who would like to be with a J-dubs. Yes. A man uh, who just watches a man burn to death. Uh, a hero, yes. At a gas station. Why don't we put why don't we put your own personal video date blog on WJFK.com? We can record I got a flip, we can record it, we can put it up on the website and see what kind of hits you get back. I'd be surprised if uh I got any normal ones. It'd be it'd be um uh talent like people and uh Polly Loose Bowels sending me messages nonstop. You could get, I mean, there are a lot of people that want what you have to offer. What's that? Your three hourly jobs, mm -hmm. your, um... Love for Lost. Yes, you have a love for Lost. And my dog. You have a dog, that's true. Mine would be just as bad as this retards. Um, hold on I, I work a lot and make little. Let's hold on, let's wait. Um, I have it? a dog. Stop it, stop it for a second. No. Let's... Let's see if you can just create one really quickly. I'm going to give you some music themes, okay. and you have the choice to talk. You know, pick which one you want first. Okay. All right, first we got this one. Pass. Okay. We got this one. Getting better. Got this one. Oh, wait a second. I think I got the one for you, though. Okay. If I leave here tomorrow Give me the Tonight Show. No, I want you to do Free Bird. No. Give me the Tonight Show. Would All right, we're going to stop this. We're going to post this online, and we're going to see if any chicks are down with dubs. All right, here we go. We're, we're, sorry, we're like we're in a production room right now. We're cutting something. So in three, two, one. WJFK.com. It's time for me to get some poon. You're looking for a dude that pulls about three hourly jobs, makes less than 14000 a year. 
I think you found your man. Go to J-Dubs MySpace profile. MySpace.com slash J-Dubs 517. You'll find the man of your dreams. He's 6'2", has a stinky belly button, and doesn't always wipe too well. This seems like a kind of guy that you'd like. He hasn't been tested in a while because he's afraid of what he may have. He's getting you all hot and bothered. He doesn't have a car right now because he was hit by a drunk driver and the uh, insurance company keeps on jerking me around. Email me. Kisses. Wow. That was the saddest thing I've ever heard. Why? Because you left out your most endearing thing. What? The six tattoos you have because of losses. Oh, in the I Detroit thought you can go Lions. with my puffy nipples. Mm. There's that too in your I'm, I'm thin, body. I'm thin, but I look like an abomination when naked. Enjoy that, ladies. Take a break and come back. It's the hideout. Hefe and. Ugh. Hefe and ugh. <laughs> On 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe and J Dubs. That's bad radio. The Hideout. The Hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The Hideout. We heard you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Okay. What's going on? I'll tell you exactly what's going on. It's F.A. and Dubs. We're live uh, until 7 o'clock. So what, there was some confusion about us coming back from the break when mm -hmm. we, what was going on. And I can tell you whose fault it was. Who? Yours. Why? Because you were clicking on the profile of the chick. No, 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 no. Sent you something. I lost complete contact with the other station. So I thought we were back on the air, so I hit the the music, and then we heard it coming through our headphones again. Um, by the way, professional show. What happened was, we're in the break, and Dubs is like, oh my god, Chick sent me a profile. We click on it. I'm like, dude, are you recording? I think we're about to come back. I was recording. Then he goes, and then I had to stop recording, now I'm recording again. We missed that first extra whatever. And then Dubs is like... And then Dubs is like, I don't care, whatever. I got a girl who was no, interested in me. I don't care about this show on Saturday nights. I'm more interested in girls. And now he's actually mad. I'm I pissed care. off because I, I clipped the first part of the show. It doesn't matter. Do you realize? It no, it doesn't. Because I'll tell you why. I'm dying over here. 
I am sick. My joints ache. I turn 30 tomorrow. I have a receding hairline. I'm fat. And I don't know that I'm going to see 30 tomorrow because at the rate that I am getting sick, it just started like five hours ago, and I feel awful. And you're upset because something got clipped. I'm dying over here. I like to run a tight show. No, you don't. I do, too. Never. He's I. Let's be honest now, then. Dubs was sitting there popping pills looking at girls on the internet. I was not popping pills. CK? I did pop up a, a profile, but I lost contact with the station, so I hit a liner, and then we heard it again, so I turned it off and had to stop recording, and then it stopped on its own. CK, I understand if you need to tell Mason that Dubs isn't going to work out on the show. That's fine with me. Hughes knows who the real talent is. It's right here. The guy who comes in sick and brings it to the mic. Not the guy looking at girls on MySpace. Because he just cut a, a want ad on the radio. What's she look like? This girl that you ruined the know. show for. I didn't ruin any show for anything. You're acting know. like you did. Doesn't matter. Now he's actually mad. I don't even understand why he's actually mad. Tell me why you're mad. Because, because I'm getting everything thrown on me when I'm trying to juggle all the stuff over here. Is it Sideshow's fault or is it no. my fault? Are you yelling it, at the, it's no one's fault. Are you yelling at me because I'm sick? No. Because that would it's be... It's no one's fault. You it's know what that would be like? That'd be like watching a man burn to death and doing nothing. I wish I was. It would have been less painful than that rejoin. It's in the past. Don't worry about it. You keep on bringing it up. Well, because, I mean, it is odd that what if we're being listened to by some other people that want to give us a job and they're like well, it's not happening why would we hire them they can't run the tight board and you want to know why you can't run a tight board why your pills and your profiles pills have worn off by now and the profile had nothing to do with it so tell me about the girl i don't know hey. i have no clue <coughs> open it up let me see no we got a show to do this is, part of, this is part of the show we'll now. Continue with the show. Part of the I'll show. I'll find that out during the commercial break when I have time. Will you do me a favor? Yeah. Don't do it at the end of the commercial break. I, I, I'll try not one. to. Do it in between me editing. Oh, so now this is my fault. No. It's, it's no one's fault. It sounds like it's a bit passive aggressive. It's no one's fault. I would actually probably say it's your fault. Okay, I'll take the blame for it. That's what I want to hear. Why did it happen? I'll find out why people downloaded the podcast last week and it didn't work right for them when I was getting crap for not having it up 20 minutes after each segment. Do you not want to be the executive producer anymore? I'm not the executive producer. <laughs> I'd like to be able to go to the bathroom without worrying about things getting clipped. And Well, then you should go to the clinic. <laughs> oh, that's different. I want to say hello to all the CBS brass that are listening to this show. <laughs> and I want you to know that, hey, sure, you could, you know, have this night on WJFK. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking morning somewhere in Tulsa. I think Tulsa would be a nice place for us. How about Seems a, like somewhere more our speed. How about a nice place for you? Do you need me to take over some stuff over there? You can't. There's nothing you can do from where you're sitting. Well, then why are you wasting all this time crying about I'm it? I'm not crying. You seem like you're one of those, uh... 
You seem like you're one of those linemen with the uh, Patriots. It's all crying now afterwards, shaving your beard, upset because your perfect little rejoins got screwed up. All right, let's I didn't hear about anybody shaving any beards for one thing, mm-hmm. so I have nowhere to go with that one, that reference. Hey, Sideshow has a uh, promo of what's coming up next, if you want to play that really Ooh. quickly, Sideshow. Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, the hideout. Linda on line one, who's in Alexandria. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, guys. What's I met you from one of my friends, and I want to ask you, how do you get into talk radio as a career? Yeah, I would think it's better to go uh, into a hotel room alone with Kobe Bryant yeah. and take your chances with that <laughs> in my career in talk radio. The hideout, Saturday nights from 6 to 9, 106.7 WJFK. Why? You'd be talking over the rejoin then. Look at that dead space in between. You know that show that's coming up sounds professional. And I'll tell you what, that guy talking was funny. The one the left. one that, that sent those in, only his lines make it on the air? Nah, those ones. Hmm. The one giggling like Barney Rubble in the background. I bet he runs an awful board. You're a prick. <laughs> I can't laugh like that because it, it hurts. Because I'm sick. You're like king of excuses. I gotta go home. I gotta be sick. Get flip satchel to co-host with you today. Don't talk. We got this. Go ahead, Sideshow. Ladies and gentlemen, the hideout. So this guy's raping dudes. And he's going to prison. What sense does that make? That does not make any sense if you're going to sentence a dude to 99 years essentially on a playground. Mm-hmm. That's like telling John Wayne Gacy you're going to be locked up in a boys' high school locker room. Or Louie Anderson, you're going to time out in a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> the hideout, Saturday nights from yeah, 6 to boys. 9, 106.7. WJFK. The Hideout. Oh, happy J-Dubs. Caution. Retards in area. The Hideout. There we go. Now I feel better about this segment. Let's get into it. we got to go to the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. J-Dubs hanging out with you. Being the dependable one, as usual. you got a half a, half sick, half dead, AIDS patient sitting in the corner over there. Trying to tear me down any, t- any chance he can get. 800-636-1067. I'm sorry, were you talking about something? No. Obviously not. No. All right, now that we're into the segment, Dubs, what do you want to talk about this, uh, this go-around? I don't know. You okay? I'm fine. You really do seem a little bummed. I'm fine. Well, let's get into something. What do you want to get into? Whatever you got, man. You're the one that prepped the show. I've been sick all week working. You haven't been sick all week. You just got sick today. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Don't use that excuse for all week. That's right. My bad. All right. I'll, I'll give you a few choices, and you just tell me which one you want to run with, okay? Okay. Videophilia. Love it. Let's talk about it. What is it? Videophilia is what they the new term they've come up with for um, 
the outdoors life completely being dead to the children. Oh, we got to take a break. We'll take a break, come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout. The Hideout. Another dimension, so to say. The Hideout. We heard you guys have a uh, anything goes type situation here. Can we get a couple glasses of milk? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. Hideout. Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Yes, those of you just now tuning in. Shows usually from 6 to 9, 4 to 7 today because Terps basketball comes up in one hour. That is one hour. Pre-game tip-off is at 8 o'clock. If you've missed anything on the show so far, it has been an epic show, mainly because I've come in sick and still brought it to the mic. Dubs is messing up ins and outs, and he's even messed up the last podcast, but whatever. I have not messed up any of those. Download those on WJFK.com. Our website's hideoutradio.com. Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio as well on AOL. Blowing up today, which is really cool. Good to see. Hideout Radio on the AOL Instant Messenger. And, of course, the phone number if you want to get in, 800-636-1067. I'm fading fast, brother. We only have one hour left, so let's, uh, you think you can tough it out? Sprint to the finish line? I'd rather not. Um, I'd rather do what I normally do, and that's crawl. And nap before the finish line with a little siesta. But, J-Dubs, in the last hour, we've spoken about your troubles getting women. Mm -hmm. I am in a fantastic relationship. Sure. The girl for about two and a half years. And, um, what do you mean, sure? You don't think it's a good relationship? No, I I think you're in a great relationship. I don't know why you're uh, rubbing it in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, well, I am trying to convince her. I thought she was really going to put together a threesome for my 30th birthday. Thought that was going to happen. Not so sure that it's going to this go-round. Threesome with who? Is there anyone in mind, or are you guys... Uh, yeah, she's got about two or three girls she has a crush on at work, and all of them uh, could lean either way. Why aren't any of them sent my way because, to the dubs camp? Yeah, well, I think they're more into my chick and probably me. <laughs> So there's no need to send them over to you. It's like if some kid in Africa who's starving. You just start giving his food to other starving African kids. You aren't starving, though. I'm the one starving. I'm sitting here with my belly full, eating more, while you're sitting there swatting the flies away from your face. Exactly. That's the way it should be. And a sandwich over. Um, Don't talk about women that way. 800-636-1067. So, Mm J-Dubs. All of that going on. And what I find interesting about you, specifically... What's that? Well, other than um, you watched a man burn to death. Yes, I did this week. Um, Saw him burn to death. I couldn't do anything about it. And an explosion, and you didn't attempt to save him. Uh, There was nothing I could do. But other than that, you know what it was? It was like you were watching TV. You felt like you couldn't do anything, and you were watching it on television. Um, I wouldn't go as far as that. I would say maybe if I was in better shape and had more confidence in my athletic skills, I might have tried to run in there. But for one thing, if the place is on fire. If I do get in there, how long is it going to take me to drag this guy out of there? I'll burn up by the time I get him out. Publicity, my friend. Oh, and you could have saved him, too, but publicity. Yeah, but I can't believe that didn't go through your mind. It did. Without a doubt, it did. Of that you could have saved a dude... And now hire the hideout? Yes, it would, it, that was it, the only 
thing that was wrestling my mind if I go in there. Dude, you're so selfish. I know. How could you think like that? I'm like, hey, I could throw a hideout what on the news and everything? Why didn't national? you? The FBI still got to talk to you, right? Mm-hmm. But going back to my main point, it was like you were just watching this on television. Yeah, I mean, there there was that factor of it, and I think that goes through. I mean, anytime you see anything horrific, we've watched so much TV, and we've watched so many things on the Internet, it's kind of desensitized us a little bit. And when you do see stuff, it's like you're watching on YouTube. How old are you? I'm 27. Okay. Uh, I'm about to turn 30. Mm-hmm. So I represent that older demographic. <laughs> you know, the money demographic. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, this the whole now let's take this to your relationship problems mm-hmm. you don't have one no not at all and you're turning to the internet right by uh, the way you got a profile from the girl right yes how does she look she's hot i so saw she's the, in a relationship though well then why would she add yeah, you exactly so she's not interested no so you were looking for people online go as to usual ba- go to a bar i've tried that why wouldn't you go to a bar to find people because i don't like going out <laughs> For one, I don't have time to go out. When I do go out, I go there and no one will be my wingman because I don't know anybody here other than you and you're in a relationship, so why would you be my wingman? Take your dog. <laughs> I wish. I would. That would be a great conversation starter. Right. But they don't let dogs into bars. Mm. You're, not going, you're not going to the right bars. Uh, yeah, so... That so was you're 27. 27. And you refuse to go out to meet women. I've tried that a little bit, but mm-hmm. when I do go out, I usually don't approach because, again, Odor. Being, being a single person in a town where you don't know anybody to go out with, it's hard to approach a group of girls. Do you know how many heretics we know in this specific town that would want to go out and hang out with J-Dubs? They don't email me. I don't think anyone want to go out with J-Dubs. I think J-Dubs is not a fun person. I agree completely, or a good co-host. I'm a terrific co-host. So, do you think this is part of your overall problem? Because you really don't go out anyway, right? Mm, I haven't gone out in a while, now. <clears throat> it's probably part of my problem. If I went out more, I'd probably be able to meet more people. Before the break, you were talking about, what, these video files? Yes. Uh, is that just another file that you are? <laughs> to go with radio and pedo? Video file is the new... Videophilia, actually is the new um, term, I guess, for people who don't... Well, a whole generation who doesn't go outside, who lives their life uh, on the Internet, and that's where they experience most of their things. Which, and, by the way, is fine if you were on a, uh, Instant Messenger Hideout Radio, or if you're listening on WJFK.com, mm-hmm. or if you're that's listening only, to this show. Well, that's only three hours a week. I think that's fine. But when it becomes, you know... Oh, but 40. they're listening. Yeah, but they're listening to Big O and Dukes and Don and Mike and the Junkies and yeah, any other you, number of shows. But those they can listen to in their car when they are uh, going to work, coming home. Work. And, yes, you know the the JFK demo. So, man, you're taking some shots at the station. That's not going to help I'm us. Not. I'd like Dan Mason to take notice that was J Dubs, Justin Lee Johnson on his tax form. <laughs> so. So this is a really big thing then for you, huh? What? Not going out. Do you think this is affecting you? I mean, do you, do people like you have problems when it comes to I would imagine relationships so. and such? I would imagine so. And you were like that before too. You uh, you were such a shut in that you didn't even let sunlight into your place. Oh, you I don't like sunlight. drawing curtains and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I I don't know if it's a depression thing or if it's just I don't like going out. 
Yeah, but that, that that's a common problem, I think, with uh, a lot of people right now. All right, uh, 800-636-1067. Uh, if you want to hop into this and if you think Dubs is like you, or you're like Dubs, I don't, I'm not like that anymore. I've kind of grown out of that. I was like that, but I think I've kind of gotten out of that a little bit. I I go out of it and in of it, into it and out of it plenty, but right now, for the last probably six or seven months, I've been like that. Uh, do you have some audio with this? I thought you had some audio with this, Jobs. Well, yeah, I mean, that really doesn't set up the whole dating thing. Uh, the videophilia audio that I have is actually um, on how most of the the national parks and stuff like that where that thrives on people going out to it and paying money and being a part of the outdoors world is kind of going under and in big trouble because, well, who's going to uh, kind of keep everything upkeep with the money you know when what, no one's going to it? You know what would make these um, national parks really awesome? Hmm. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi and maybe... Maybe uh, a few Wii's and Xbox 360's placed around the whole area. All right, let's hear some of this, because this seems like it's J-Dubs and his life. We are back with NBC News In-Depth, which tonight we're calling our housebound nation. New data is out showing fewer Americans are choosing to spend their time outdoors. That's leading to a sharp decline in what they call nature-based activities. And as our chief environmental affairs correspondent, Ann Thompson, reports tonight, this finding is a troubling one for a country trying to grapple with questions of... Con That's something I don't get about global warming. No one cares about the outside anymore, so why do we care what happens to it? It drives up your uh, your gas bill. Mm. That's my biggest problem with it. Conservation and climate change. It's sweaty. America at its most beautiful. Untamed and increasingly environmentalist fear unappreciated as the great outdoors go unexplored by much of the nation. Seems to me that we're learning more about nature from television programs than we are from actually going out and experiencing of course. it. In a study out today you funded by the Nature Conservancy. You can travel the world on the travel channel. Yes. You can get online and go you can go to Yellowstone. You don't have to spend there, the cash. And maybe if you guys at these parks and different areas of the world didn't have a live webcam there twenty four seven where you can peek in and watch all this stuff, there'd be more of a reason to go see it. I can go online and find a live cam of the Grand Canyon. Why do I have to do that in my bucket list? 800-636-1067. Let's go to Thomas here in the hideout on WJFK. Hey. What's so. up? Hey, uh, so I'm listening to the show, and uh, i got to say, pretty interesting topic. I've heard a lot of people say what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess the question in my mind is, what type of bars are you going to? You know, D.C.'s got a lot to provide. Well, uh, yeah, um... I tend to go to more, I don't... Uh, Karaoke? What? No. Uh, when I go to a bar and actually have a good time, is that more of a chill sports bar? I've tried the college-type bars and the you more You feel active. old at those, right? Yeah, I tend to feel... And I'm only 27, but I do feel old at those. Because you are. Creepy. Yeah. I have gray well, hair. I mean, I'm 25, and I, I've got that to... I feel like every type of bar mm. around here. And uh, one thing I will say is I think it depends on your goal. You know, if you're just trying to meet women or you're just trying to hang out. Now, uh, I think both of those can be accomplished at a sports bar. So I always push sports bars. Yeah, that's why I've, I've tried those, but I tend to um, just watch sports at those. I don't talk to anybody around me, and I get annoyed when people... Uh, like, just like when I had a chick, and I'd be at home, and she'd talk to me during a game. 
I don't want people at the bar to talk to me during the game. Hmm. Thomas, are you getting the same thing that I'm getting that dubs might be gay? That's not a gay thing. It's okay, though. I don't judge. I think he's on to something. I think there's a whole lot of people in D.C. who kind of, and I think part of it's, you know, the time of year, but I think a Mm. lot of people in D.C. are not going out for the sole reason that they, you know, you try to talk to one, two, three people and you don't really get anything out of it, so you're like, well, why did I spend the money to drive all the way out here? Yeah, you spend the money to drive out there, the money on the uh, drinks. All that but kind I gotta of say this: though. Yeah. I was born and raised in D.C., and I still have faith in a lot of the people here. I think there's a lack of creativity with all the people that have moved in, all these non-Redskins fans. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I think what we got to do is push past that and say, you know what? I'm going to go out because Joe Gibbs I wants meet me to. That's yeah. what I got to yeah. do. That's what Snyder would want. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate the phone call. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Yeah, Dubs, I, I really think that more than anything else, you have a lack of interest in humanity. And I that think might be true. that is the big thing that's going on with the generation that they're talking about here on this NBC special. People are no longer interested in hanging out with each other because, let's be honest, people are annoying. I mean, they really are. If, if, someone's, if you're chatting with someone online, like you, EJ from the U on the AOL Instant Messenger, yeah. oop, I can block you. And I no longer have to deal with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's MySpacing you, you can block them there. You can't do that in your everyday life if you're at a bar. I mean, yes, sure, you could leave, but then it ruins your whole time. Yeah, now you can just, you know, ignore user, and then you can go on with your online life. And let's not think, forget about this, too. The economy is awful. So if you're 19 years old, you probably work for about seven fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. Or if you're 27. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what are you going to do with that? You could go home. You're already paying an internet bill. We could yeah. sit there and mack on bitches all night and hope that one of them wants to come over. And hope that one of them is real. And pizza. And one of them's real or not even really care just because you got the thought in your head and you're just running one. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? I think that's. I think the economy probably has more to do with it than people just being shut-ins. And I'm honest about that. It's tough to go out and spend money nowadays. I could be wrong, but if you're one of these kids that's, you know, like I said, 20 years old mm-hmm. or 27 like Dubs, you got all this cash in your pocket, which is none. Mm-hmm. You got debt. What are you going to do? You can go sit in front of the computer and watch Lost and chat with your buddies and get high on those odd green pills they send you? Or are you going to uh, do something and get out and go jog? Yeah, generation. That's you. Uh, let's go back to the... Hideout download from uh, MSNBC, their whole thing on videophilia, which is what they're calling this whole generation. I really don't think they should live in our communities. Yeah, especially next to schools. Researchers Patty Zaradik and Oliver Pergams tracked visits to recreation areas, including state and national parks. They found even as the population grew, the percentage of Americans enjoying the outdoors shrank to an all-time low over the last 20 years. To see the same level of visitation that we saw in 1987, we'd have to have 80 million more visits. What's so great about the outdoors? It's the great outdoors. It's in the name. It's First of all, that's marketing uh, hogwash. (laughs) Pardon my language. These tallywhackers. It's cold, it's hot, it's humid. You get sweaty. There are bugs. You're telling me you don't like and enjoy it. Monsters are coming out of the ground, 
tearing up New York City. Why would you want to go outside nowadays? It seems like it would. What's the right. point of it? I don't think there's any actual monsters. I think that's. I movie. saw a documentary. It was kind of. I saw it on YouTube. I downloaded it. Called Cloverfield. <laughs> this thing made me think. The outside is no good. Well, even in a city? Well, New York especially. Let's go to Candy on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Well, you know, to, even to go to the great outdoors, you've got to drive forever to get there. Right. And you got to pack up all your stuff. And, you know, when you're home, you're, you got all your stuff right there, you know. You can put on your TV. You can, um, you can, you can get an air freshener. And you can create the ambiance. You know what I mean? Yes. There you go. <laughs> you can bring dirt inside, roll around in it, and then guess what you can do? You can sweep it outside and clean up. Or that's why they make those plastic plants. Yeah, that's if I want to, if I want to go camping, I'll just put my pup tent out in my backyard. No biggie, you know. Even that's a little ugh. Yeah. I don't know if I even... I really, you ever try to do that as a kid? You always end up coming in by 2 a.m. Yeah, I don't even like backyards. I think backyards are overrated. Mm. I think we should go beyond that and get rid of backyards at this point. Backyards are wasted space for storage. Let me tell you a story of... Thank you, Candy. ...of something that... Maybe a reason to go outside. Because exciting stuff can't happen outside. Last week, I was... I can't remember where Watching it was. a man burn to death. No, no, that was before that. Mm -hmm. I was outside um, in the woods somewhere, and I found a hatch. And in the hatch, there was a computer where I had to type a code into, and me and a few of my friends just traded off, because if we didn't, the world would uh, explode. And without going outside, it would have never saved the world like that. What was the code? Uh, eight. I thought it started with four. Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-four, thirty-two, yeah. something like that. That's lost. That's the show lost. Ah. So you weren't actually outside. You were watching TV. Mm. So you might be one of these video files. Well, okay. Then how about this one? Um, I, you go outside. You play games. I was outside uh, with a bunch of friends. We were playing this game, and I survived. The tribal council. I didn't have to put out my TV Survivor. torch. Uh, you didn't do that either. That was on television. That was on CBS. So, uh, Steve, online two, uh, help Dubs out. You're Steve, the, go. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, guys? You're absolutely right. Why am I going to go out and spend four bucks on one beer at the bar when I can buy a six pack for five? 30 or so, you know? No, and, and see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's more about the economy, because mm -hmm. think about the amount of money that you would spend yeah. going out trying to pick up on some women. When you can do that uh, for uh, 10 bucks if you got net zero. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what's the point of it? Why would you go out and even put yourself through that shame? Here's why you go out. And this happened to me a few weeks ago. I went out there, and I beat Wolf in the Eliminator. Thank you, Steve. Uh, that was American Gladiators. Hmm. And Wolf doesn't do the Eliminator. He does the power rings. Uh, I watched two American Gladiators uh, this afternoon. Wolf sucks. He's always getting beaten. <laughs> but he does have that sweet howl. Yeah, that is true. Especially, uh, he, he can uh, survive pretty well on that mountain thing where he just jumps like a cat on the people. Yeah, that's all he can do. And the other thing, too, is that I'm essentially Fridays having lunch with Hulk Hogan. Really? Because every time do I go to this neighborhood Mexican uh, restaurant, mm -hmm. the Hulkamaniac walks in. And um, it's quite annoying. 
because the girls that I'm with always want to go get his photo and autograph and stuff. Really? He, so he's there to eat and not just get people to build him a deck? I can see that guy being one of those people who just drives through stereotypical Latin place and saying, hey, do you want to build a deck? No, I work for a living. Ass. I got a uh, stopped up toilet. <laughs> if you, you want to uh, snake it, 20 bucks. All right, um, is this someone that's on the phone? Tot? Or what is? what are you sending me, Sideshow? Yeah, he's up. Oh, go ahead, Tot. You're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Go, dope. dope. Uh, no, I was, uh, dude, you guys are killing me. Mm-hmm. I turned on the radio. I was driving home um, from um, dropping my son off. You guys had me howling when you were talking about those folks on the uh, online dating services. And uh, you were talking about uh, the, the guy said something about he liked long legs, and one of you fellas said, uh, "Oh yeah, yeah, he likes to dismember them." Yeah, mm-hmm. put them on and his then, wall. Thank you. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then I like Thanks to for the remind. Pencils into their foreheads and pretend like they're antlers. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was awesome. What happened with the? Um, I was just calling to ask. You had one more uh, thing you're going to put up with the first the douchebag. Yeah, we'll play that one in a second. Thanks, Tom. Oh. Appreciate. Oh yeah, it. I forgot we have a. His response to Esquire. Yeah, you know what? We're going to have to do that during the break because I didn't listen to it okay. because I didn't know if he cursed or not. So he might. That guy, Steve, he's referring to the online profiles. Mm-hmm. Steve at uh, myspace.com and, and slash perfect of, profile. And, and that ties into the whole videophilia thing. These people. Yeah, here's a 27 year old dude who doesn't go out to meet bitches. No, he, he posts a video profile up there. I don't which... mean bitches in a bad way. I just Mm-mm. mean, like, you know, people, women, but whatever. I'm not being. And now I'm chatting with that girl. Who sent me her MySpace profile? Yeah, She's very sexy. Yeah, I'm chatting with her too. Yeah, she said feel better. And I told her beat it. I'm not interested. I got a girl, kind of chubby. Uh, 806-106-7. She is. No, she's thin, wonderful. I and they fly down to see her. But here's the problem. She's what in Philly? Yeah. See, that's the only. Motown, Philly. That's the only issue. Is back again. That is the only issue with meeting people online. They're all over the place. Yeah. Like, They're... here's a really hot chick that might or might not be into you, or may or may not be a chick. I don't know. I'm so. And I, I know. You don't care. No. But beyond that, she's in Philadelphia. So now, what are you going to do? You're going to now all of a sudden you got to try to save up all that money. Mm-hmm. Maybe it works out. All that money that you would have spent in a bar, mm-hmm. you can save up on put yourself on on an Amtrak and head over and go see her. Oh, speaking of Amtrak, okay, real quick. Alrighty, we talked about the Super Bowl earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to the Super Bowl coverage on Westwood One. Uh, why wouldn't you? And during halftime, I guess the whole season of Am of uh, of the NFL on. Uh, Westwood One was sponsored by Amtrak. And so Amtrak put out their player of the year, which was Tom Brady. The uh, The owner of Amtrak went on a whole long uh, speech on how he tries to run his company like Tom Brady ran his offense all year long, blah, 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 blah. And Amtrak is proud. So then you're on the ground all the time with a black guy on top of you, because that's what I saw in the Super Bowl. Uh so and Amtrak that's what is looking for online. Amtrak is proud to present Tom Brady for being Amtrak Player of the Year with a trip anywhere Amtrak goes. Wow, the most empty gesture type gift they they could give any kind of football player. I'm sure he's going to get Giselle Booten or yeah. whatever her name is and be like, "Hey, honey, I know we're here in New York, 
Let's take the trip down to D.C. on Amtrak. Let's get on the speed train, the commuter train. Are we done with this um, pedophilia video you gave to me that we were talking about? This is videophilia, and we have a little bit left of it if you want to go through the rest of it. All right. Yeah, go ahead. We got a break. We got like a half-hour commercials before uh, the Terps take over, but go ahead. We are back with NBC News Uh, In-Depth. Never mind. I went back in the beginning. Well, now you got me all hot and bothered over it. I want to see it. And it is particularly alarming among the nation's youth. Kids are hiking less, they're camping less, they're fishing less. But they're eating. And these are tomorrow's tomorrow's environmental leaders. Or maybe they won't be. The screen is no substitute for first-hand experience. Without it, conservationists worry there will be little understanding of the water, air, and land at a time when issues such as climate change threaten the environment. Teacher Lizanne Wilson and her husband took their twins to nature's classrooms, the national parks. On last summer's trip out west, the girls put down their iPods. It was being in nature that made the difference. Learning to be good stewards of the land and their futures. Ann Thompson, NBC News, New York. Listen, I couldn't survive in life without an iPod. I would subscribe to the hideout on WJFK.com. Dubs knows this. In D.C. all the time, when I'd go hit the bars and clubs and stuff, when I hop on the Metro, I'd take my iPod with me. And then when I was in the club, I would listen to my iPod because my music was better than theirs. That seems like even more antisocial than what the kids are doing. Chicks are digging it, though. I was mysterious. (laughs) No, they, they, they would completely stand on the other side of the bar from you because you were a Zodiac Killer type person just waiting to pounce on someone listening to your affirmative messages going through your iPod. I am a good person. I am not as fat as I look in the mirror. I have more hair than I actually think on the top of my head. It's just all on my back. Take a break and come back. Dubs, you've really depressed me. You've depressed me that the future of this nation is not going to go outside. But as long as they're inside on hideoutradio.com and talking to us and listening to this show and watching all our videos and everything that's available on hideoutheretics.net, I don't care. Go sit there and be greasy on your World of Warcraft and listen listen to this show. It's better than real life. It's the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Damn it, man. I swear you guys live on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. You're in, in the hideout. Yeah. It's a hot hip-hop fashion trend. You, you know what it is. The hideout. Blink, blink, homeboy. Step back. I might blind you. Yeah. The hideout. Taking it down the home stretch. It is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Big things going on with us this week, uh, in the coming week as well. Yeah. Whatever. Uh... Terps basketball is coming up at 7. That's pregame. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. We went from 4 to 7 today. Normally, we are 6 to 9. So, if you're just now tuning in, starting to become a uh, heretic, those are the hardcore listeners of the hideout. Go to hideoutheretics.net for any information. Also, to download the podcast. Dubs will have them all updated in the next 10 minutes on WJFK.com. Thanks, Dubs, for being on top of that. Oh, no, I'm sick. I'll probably be up Monday. We got to stick around and do that thing, though. So you might want to do Mock interview? Ah, yes. It's a little inside information you're not privy to because it's the hideout. Mm. 
800-636-1067. It's been a really good show. It's been fun. Um, I think we got off to a good start. No, there's, there's been one thing missing from the show. What's that? The weekly monologue. Oh. Where I give some news to everyone. Uh, you did I, that. Wasn't that when you were trying to get chicks? No, was, I used the music, but I didn't use the the funny. No, you didn't. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we didn't do a monologue this week. Why not? Because I'm it saving... Sucks. No. I'm saving it all up for the big night of 100 podcasts. Ron and Fez... On XM202, have invited us on to do an hour next weekend, next Sunday, mm-hmm. for the Night of 100 podcast. We have one hour, and during the Night of 100 podcasts, it will be the show of 100 jokes. What? One hour, 100 monologue jokes. No, 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 no. no. One full hour of a monologue happening <laughs> on XM202. All right. I'm not interested. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you are. You do signed I, up for it. You're there. Do I have to show up? Yes. You have to show up and enjoy and you know, so, you so the bit that we start the show with that I hate, mm-hmm. that's three minutes too long. How long does it usually go? About three minutes. Yeah. Um, I got to sit there and we got to do it for an hour? One hour. Well, with commercials, about 54 mu- minutes. Yeah. 54 minutes of monologue. Delight. I'm not showing up. You are. You're going to show up? I have no interest in that. Is this why the companies are merging? Because of what you're doing? Well, they would be wise to. Uh, Sirius would be wise to merge before that so they can carry this epic podcast. Night of 100 podcasts. 800-636-1067. Night of 100 jokes. I'm not interested. All right, well, Dubs will be doing that alone then. No, he'll be there. I don't have to show up for that. I'm going to be too busy during the week. Um... Hosting an AM talk show, doing fill in on the morning show. I will be too. <coughs> really? Yep. I invited be. you. Yep. Hmm. Jay Johnson will join Drew Silva on ten forty WWBA this week in Tampa. Mm-hmm. If I feel better, if I make it to this week, I cannot believe that I have been as epic as I have been on this show tonight. Hold on a second. Slap myself a tongue. Rack me because I was great tonight <laughs> and I was very sick. I dragged myself in there. Hey, is it called meningitis when your joints ache and it all comes on this quickly? I don't think you have viral meningitis. I might. Because I'm really hurting, dude. Yeah, it's called a cold. Kids have it all the time. They still go to school. This sucks, man. I'm going to be honest. Let me, let, me, let me talk to the people for a moment. Feel free. Tomorrow I turn 30. Mm-hmm. I was always excited about turning 30. Because I thought I would get more respect in the radio business when I turned 30. And I must be honest with you. 20s sucked. The whole 20s. I started out 20s getting married. I got married when I was 20. Got divorced when I was 27. Fat. Bald. And I'm literally... Stop bragging. Limping out of the 20s. With a hurt knee... That I hurt on an elliptical. How does that happen? I don't know. But it happened. And here I am limping toward the finish line. I hope I die tonight. <laughs> Would it be poetic? Yes. 
And then you know what will happen? Hmm. Monday we'll get the call. Congrats, Doe Knights. Hefe's dead. Never mind then. He's the real talent behind the show. No matter how many times you say that, it doesn't make it true. I just I don't know, man. God, I hope this isn't a sign of what's to come. But you know it's not because this was my 20s. Yeah, well, it's your 20s. Maybe it's just the way it was supposed to end in your 20s. And maybe maybe as the 30s I, will be terrific. As I die in my sleep tonight. All right, if I die tonight, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what I'd leave you. Hmm. Probably nothing. Why not? I'd like the fans to have all of the show tapes. Because you're not going to do anything with no, them. No, they'll collect dust. I don't keep any of my old stuff. Yeah. As far as any money goes... Give us nameless. Yeah. As far as any money goes, I'd probably donate that to like a cat society or something, since I have cats. Where would your cats go? My chick will probably keep them. By the way, my chick, mm-hmm. I expect her if I die to kill herself. Mass suicide. That's an interesting question. I expect her to take my three cats, our three cats, walk into a gas station and blow herself up. And then you can just stand there and watch her. Like you did earlier this week with a Middle Eastern man who did the same thing. We don't know why that station blew up. but Maybe yes, he true. was about to turn 30 and he was sick. He was only 22. Wow, I outlasted that guy. Mm. Poor schmuck. All right, now, that's an interesting question. Would you want your chick to die with you, or would you want just unselfishly let her go on, live her life? I want her to never be with another man. Really? Yeah. Sew it up. And there's no need. I mean, she loves me. Yeah, but you're dead. Well, that love ends after you're dead. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It literally breaks her heart, and she kills herself. If hangs. If your chick died, would you go on? No, I'd probably be dating next week. <laughs> That's me, though. That's because I'm a guy. You know, girls are supposed to kill themselves when their husbands die. You see it on the news all the time. Woman dies. Woman kills herself after husband dies. A lot of times, because, you know. It's usually after husband dies or after alimony check runs out. Right. Yeah, I don't think I'd want her going on without me. All right. Now, would you... Rather, if you knew your chick was going to break up with you, would you rather have her die or just have her break up with you? Depends on if she ever has sex with another dude again. You're just never going to be with her again. Well, as long as she doesn't have sex with another dude, she's allowed to live. Otherwise, we're kicking this Afghanistan style. Stones. I've thought about that a lot. Because uh, you had that happen to you. Yeah, well... Your girlfriend broke up with you, left you for another guy. Yeah, and I was thinking that whole night afterwards, I wish she would have died on that plane trip. Not that I want her dead for any reason, but that would be better. People would have, you know, they'd be thinking, oh, poor dubs. I'd get a lot of sympathy and support from people. I wouldn't be thinking poor dubs because I knew how much you wanted out of that relationship. I'd be like, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I would have played it up for everything. Of too. course, then you would have gotten us some publicity. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want to say this sounding malicious as a guy who's been divorced. Yeah, and I don't want this to come across the wrong way. 
I better not say it then. Go ahead. No, I really shouldn't say it because I've been kind of shock jockey all night. Ah, you can't lead up like that. And well, I really, listen, I want a job, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. But I have thought that death was easier than divorce. Mm-hmm. Either way. I, yeah, I don't think murder is the right way to go, but if mm-hmm. an accidental death happened, I think it. I think it's better. I think it... it uh, and listen, you never want to cost a life, you know? No, it, it, as long as it wasn't my fault, I think I'd feel better about the whole situation if the other person was dead. It's just so nasty, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Just breakups in general. One person has to die. You know, I've never seen an ex of mine with another dude. I don't know how I'd react to that. I'd probably be like, oh, you're better than me. Get it. Have fun with it. I didn't. You, no, you're a, you're a jealous person. It depends, though, because once I'm done with a chick, I don't care. Really? Yeah, I turn it off pretty quickly. Especially if I end up breaking it off. That's why with my girlfriend now, I love her. Mm-hmm. So I want I wouldn't want some other dude fouling her. Like another chick fouling her. I'm trying to... God, what if she's setting up a threesome tonight for my 30th? And there I am all sick with meningitis. Do I go on? I don't think you can. I think you have to think of the... Uh the health of his third party. Hey, Sideshow, come on and give us this breaking news, man. I'm, I'm just, uh, I can't even hear my, can you hear me? No, yeah, we got okay. you. Yeah, at the bottom of the crawl on ESPN, they just said that uh, breaking news, Jim Zorn is going to be the new head coach of the Redskins. Jim Zorn? Jim Why? Zorn. Why? Uh, Who? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Who is that? I, I think he's the guy they brought over from Seattle, the quarterback's coach. I could be mistaken wow. about that. You know, it's ironic because we don't normally talk a lot of skins, but earlier in the show we were just talking about it. We, do you think Dan Snyder was listening to us talking about how he's getting spurned by all these guys and he's like, he's screw this. We have to get someone. It we'll sounds get Jim like Zorn. It. I can't have these two schleps making fun of me. i got to go get the best guy for the job, Jim Zorn. <laughs> <laughs> he interviewed well. I could interview well. Uh, Sideshow, do me a little favor. Can you do a little Wikipedia lookup? Because my computer's slow. And just give me some info on this Jim Zorn guy. Oh, yeah, we got fast computers over here. Oh, that's yeah, right. Never really? Mind. All right, there you go, Skins, fans. Jim Zorn, your new coach for the Washington Redskins. What do you think? 800-636-1067. My question, who is he? Hey, line one, what do you think of Jim Zorn being your... Mm. Yes. Wow. Wonderful. I gotta be honest. I don't know the cat. He's got a fun last name. He's the guy that always was at the back of the classroom on opening day because he has a Z for his last name. Those guys tend to be troublemakers. I know that. Very rarely do you have a guy that last name starts with Z that's a not a troublemaker. That's all I know about Jim Zorn, 800-636-1067. All right, he was a former professional football player, left-handed quarterback. Oh, boy, those guys are worthless. Sidearm. Let's see. So is Scott Mitchell. What does that matter? <laughs> He's with Seattle for the first seven and a half seasons. How uh, many Super Bowls did they win? Zippy. Oh, that's right. So he was the quarterback's coach for the Seahawks, and January 25th he became the offensive coordinator for Washington. Now he's the head coach. So by offensive coordinator, that means he would shave Matt Hasselbeck's head. And that's what he did. Give him deep scalp massages. Wow, Jim Zorn. Congratulations, Washington, D.C. and the Redskins Nation. Line three, what do you think of Jim Zorn? 
Mm, the city's excited. Listen, I don't know. It's maybe, all a buzz. Maybe the guy's going to be... Maybe he's going to be good. I don't know. I just... Yeah, you don't know, but that's exactly the thing. You don't know. Sometimes that works out better, though, doesn't it? It works out sometimes. Didn't it go really well out in uh, Oakland last year? Mm. Oh, wait a second. No, it didn't really work out. How about uh, Detroit with uh, Marinelli? Yeah, Oof. you guys did really well. Yeah. How about... Uh, uh, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. Oof. Wow. Good luck with that. The Skins fans wanted a big name. Of course. You can't blame them. It's the Washington Redskins. And they have the money for a big name. But all the big names didn't want the job. Well, you know who did? Jim Zorn. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mic's on. Sorry. That's all right. No, I like, I like it when you laugh in the background. Wow. Oh, good good luck. I know the junks are going to I can't wait to hear on uh, yeah. Monday morning and Big O and Dukes. They're going to be all over this. We're zorned lovers. Skins zorned. <laughs> Do you like it? Mhm. <laughs> Zorno. Yeah. Uh CK just told me. I'm going to tell him. We're on top of it. Talking about it now. Oh, yeah. we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who's going to talk about this? Who? Terps pregame. Mm-hmm. They're going to be all over this breaking story. That is coming up next. I'm, we need to go home. I'm zorn out. <laughs> how many times... Um, how many times will Zorn... Be on the front page. We got somebody on line one that has a prediction for Zorn. Hey, guys. Hey, dude. I think that uh, I'm going to make a prediction that the waiting list for Skins tickets will get less. (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations. You'll be able to get a better... um, All those people that have been waiting for years to get those Skins tickets next year, you got them. And what's even worse is those suckers will even pay more for the tickets than the current people dropping their tickets. I know. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. And maybe that's why Snyder's like, hey, what am I doing? Who cares? Hey, I mean, seriously, why would we want Zorn over Greg Williams? I mean, I think, really, Greg Williams probably didn't want the job. Who wants to work for Snyder? But he he interviewed three times. He be, who doesn't want the job? Uh, oh, wait, it's a lot of money. with him to stay. Yeah. No, you're right. Hey, thanks for the phone call, brother. we got to get out of here for the Terps. It's a lot of money. I don't know why you wouldn't want the job, though. I mean, just on the on the compensation side he pays like him or not that guy pays he got zorn teaching campbell how much does a quarterback's tote coach really start talking about or how much does a quarterback's coach actually teach matt hasselback he's already been learned <laughs> yeah by a uh, fat guy holmgren and he's yeah, and Holmgren is a quarterback's coach. Yeah. <laughs> he's a quarterback's coach under a quarterback's head coach. He did. He was there just to hold the place. That was that. It was a, It was the coaching staff's uh, version of a punter. That's what Zorn was over there. Yeah. Line three, what do you think is Zorn? CK just types me. I just turned you guys off a couple of minutes ago to go to the gym, and my phone started blowing up because he wanted to let us know about mm-hmm. Zorn. And I type back to him, 
What are you wearing? Wink. <laughs> you are surly. I know. <laughs> All right, my friends. You know that... <laughs> he goes, ha-ha, Dubs isn't gay already, is he? He will be for you. Uh, all right, my friends, that is it. What do we got going on? Well, uh, I'm going to come out to this week and uh, proclaim that I'm a Zornigan Christian. <laughs> Zornigan skin spans. Oh, we're going to have fun with this. All right. More fun than watching the games on Sundays. Listen, we'll be eating crow. We said no one will be watching the Super Bowl. And then look, it's the most watched ever. All right, buddies. You guys take care of yourself. Tarps are up next. You're going to have to check out the Junks. Monday morning, Big O and Dukes. Everybody's going to be talking about Zorn. Remember, the hideout broke at first and had no idea who he was. How's that for credibility? <laughs> Hideoutradio.com. Don't forget, next week uh, we'll be on from 6 to 9 and also the Night of 100 podcasts with um, just regular hideout stuff. Yep, uh, and WWBA this week. Uh, Look on our MySpace. Yeah, we're going to be doing Zornings. Yeah, we're doing Zornings this week in Tampa. All right, my friends. Hey, Sideshow, good job, my man. Everybody, uh, take care. We'll see you guys next week. Anything else, Dubs? 5,000. Till next time, we out, bitch. 5,000.